0: You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. and here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. Okay, um, last week I told a lie. I said, uh, I said next week uh, it'll be our first show of 2009. That's not the case. It is not. We're a bit premature.
1: Were
0: you? <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I just some for some reason I thought. New Year's Day was Sunday, when Christmas Day was Thursday. I don't...
1: <laughs> well, you're from England. And we they might we... do things a little different there. Yeah,
0: I, I guess that's the um, excuse. So um,
1: no, I don't remember you saying that.
0: I did at the end of the show. I said, uh, we'll see you in 2009. So anyway, we will see you in 2009, but we'll also see you in 2008 for the last time. One
1: last time, right now. Um, this is it, so you better suck it up while you can.
0: Yeah, so this is Sunday, December the 27th. We've we, there's also a day twenty
1: eighth.
0: It says Monday, December the twenty eighth up there.
1: Well I'm looking. I'm looking. Today is the twenty eighth. Sunday oh. the
0: twenty eighth. Okay, Sunday, December the twenty eighth. <laughs> we lost a day somewhere anyway.
1: You lost a week and now you've lost a day. You're kinda
0: Remember we lost a day.
1: Yes. No, we gained a day.
0: Gained a day. Yeah. Yeah. We for some reason all of yesterday.
1: I thought it was Sunday, all day.
0: We was like, when are we going doing the movie? But oh, this
1: person could be listening right now on Friday, uh, March 2nd, so... <laughs>
0: yeah, so in that case, happy New Year, happy two
1: thousand, <laughs> Happy um, Easter.
0: So, yeah, we... So it's it's not Monday, December it's Sunday, December the 28th. Correct. Uh, almost New Year. Uh, and this is after the show number 50. Ooh, 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 and ooh, the movie, we, movie we're going to be looking at today is uh, Eagle Eye... And interestingly enough, Eagle Eye comes out on Blu-ray and DVD today, Sunday the the twenty eighth. So you can go to the store and buy it now.
1: That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, pretty. That was that wasn't planned either. No, because DVDs don't come out on a Sunday.
1: And there was no BD Live.
0: No, it was a pretty bare bones release. But we'll talk about that. Uh, So this is a we looked at a Blu-ray disc. Uh, There's also a DVD version, which we will be giving away at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. Um, This is from DreamWorks slash Paramount. And uh, you're going to tell us what it's about.
1: Eagle Eye is about a young man and his cell phone. No. (laughs) Well, there is that. No. It's about... That's the Matrix. It is. (laughs) There was no cell phone in the Matrix?
0: Oh, yes, there was. Was
1: there? Yep. We need to watch those again. Okay. This is about um, technology tapping into all of our lives and how it can dominate and control us in a way keep its eye on us, or someone can use it to keep an eye on us, and this is essentially about a young man who gets wrapped up in the middle of a big, um, oh dear, what is the, what would you call it? It's action. Conspiracy. Kind of a conspiracy, Espionage. not fully. Not, um,
0: um, spy kind of thing, thriller
1: no spies no espionage There's none if of that
0: for me if I wanted to uh, if a, if you said to me what's a film like Eagle Eye I would say Tony Scott's brilliant enemy of the state
1: but not like that because this wasn't brilliant this was okay okay but, but we'll get to T- that
0: tony scott's enemy of the state people
1: following you they can tap into your cell phone they can tap into cameras. yeah yeah that's the- yeah but you're making it more even more dramatic than it is there isn't really that so but that's it it's about- that's what it is
0: it's um big brother yes we're being watched
1: and in the mix we've got a young man and a young woman who are brought together um through
0: this through these events. Circumstances that are beyond measure. There's danger
1: control. and threats and uh, lots of crashes and stuff and blowing up things. A little bit of blowing up stuff.
0: And that's the synopsis. And Billy
1: Bob Thornton. <laughs> this is a tough one. I have thought about this while I was watching it. How do I... How well, do I... I, think,
0: I think you've summed it okay. up and we'll go into the <laughs> uh, <laughs> the movie itself.
1: Okay, that's um, it. Thank you all for joining us. Okay,
0: we'll so this is, uh, I, I ge- this is... I was... This is the... We're not going to say it. I, was, I almost give away the question... Yeah, don't. Yeah, we won't say that. We'll say that. We'll uh, save that for later. Um, But this is a big Hollywood. It was a. It came in the fall in the cinemas. It's Shia LaBeouf, who's the big hot ticket at the moment.
1: So that came came on the tail end of Transformers. After Indiana Indiana Jones came out. Yeah. When was Transformers? The year before. The year before,
0: yeah. Indiana Jones was this summer's uh, Shia LaBeouf movie and then
1: so he had two big movies in the same year and
0: then next year he has Transformers too, so he, he gets his but anyway this came out in the fall it's a big um, I, but it, it's hard to explain really. it is it's, hard. it's a a dark kind of Orwellian it also
1: reminds me of, kind of uh, the, Live Free or Die Hard of course oh where yeah, a lot. the network that we all tap into every day with every bit of our technology can be turned against us control us not control us so much but um yeah control us
0: so if you've seen the trailer for this movie you kind of know what to expect anyway because we just watched the theatrical trailer
1: kind of but I thought it made it look a lot more intense than it really was but that might have been just me
0: yeah anyway but we can kind of reveal the beginning of the movie we're not gonna we're not gonna do any. anyway there's Shia Booth who's a normal kid no, a in- kid.
1: He's 20-something, remember? 25.
0: I call... Uh, he's still a kid. Um, <laughs> all right, he's a man who works in a copy shop.
1: Yeah, that's the he's idea. Not a coffee he's shop. He's a failure kind of guy. A copy shop. Guy. Copy as in copiers, like king a goes, Yeah, but it's a... Uh,
0: I forget the name of it. <laughs> coffee king. Copy king?
1: No, that, he called it wrong, but no, no. Um, he's, he's like a failure because he's 25 and he's working in a copy shop. That's exactly. the idea. That's the theme. He's a loser. Uh this is all he's doing, lives in a shitty little apartment. He can't afford part, to pay can't his, his rent. rent.
0: Um and he has very little money. And one day he goes to the cash machine, types in his number, and he's got a lot of money all of a sudden. Yes. We saw that happen in oh wanted the other yep, way down. Exactly. Happened. Anyway, yeah, he goes to the cash machine, he's suddenly got a bunch of money. He goes home and then there's a big stack of military grade weapons being UPS to his house. Correct. Which his landlady had signed for and they were all stacked up in his house. And then the next thing you know, he gets a call on his cell phone, the FBI will be in your apartment in thirty, 30 seconds. seconds. You better get out of there. And that's how it starts. So that is a very gripping
1: It is, and that's premise. in the trailer. Everything you just said, they've given away in the trailer. Yeah, so yeah.
0: So that's the how it all starts. Yeah. And then the then the rest of the movie is like a chase movie, really. Yeah. Like running, a, always on the move. It's very fast-paced. It's what's that word you use? Kinetic. Kinetic. And it totally is this one. I mean, it's it's full of action. It's fuller. Of, some of it's a bit hokey. Okay, let me say what I thought of it overall. I knew kind of what it was going into it. Didn't know what it what it the story was. I knew right. kind of the idea of it. Um. And it's my kind of movie, that. Because Enemy of the State, I really love, you know. I like the, um, you know, the paranoia and a bit of action and the kind of weird government agencies clumping down on people. I like that kind of feel, you know. Now, I really enjoyed this one up to a point, though. And I can't say I 100% enjoyed it. Because <laughs> around about the middle of it, it started to lose me a bit. and And it wasn't because it was complicated or anything like that. It was just because of something, which I'm not going to give away here, because you need to see the movie. Yeah. When something was... Basically, the ending was revealed about two-thirds of the way through. Like, you pretty much knew what was going to happen. Just from this one thing. Like, I mean... You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, that kind of ruined it for me. I I think the suspense was took out of it all of a sudden. Like, it was like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, because there wasn't even any still hints of... I mean, obviously, there's a whole bunch of bad stuff going down. So, who's at the... Who's at the, you know, who's at the other end of it. You want that to be at the very last, to me anyway. I either want it right up front so that I know what I'm dealing with. And then we have to kind of squeeze around to get the main characters to the point, right? I don't mind knowing from the beginning who the bad guy is. But not just sort of like crap it out at you. And then it goes like, oh, there it is. And then you just go on. It's kind of like, oh, well.
0: Let me say that. Up until that point... I almost turned to you and said... This is really good because I have no idea where this is going. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I, I actually was like... Okay, I'm on this ride with these people... I don't really know what's happening. Yeah, like, there was, and it's really interesting. Yeah, there was like,
1: enough interesting stuff going on. And enough, enough little twists and turns, just little ones, not like big, like, oh my god, kind of moments. None of that. I mean, there's this movie's not revolutionary or original or anything like that. It's just that there were enough moments of, like, you're going on, that, like you said, you're going along with these people, and then one of them does one thing or the other that you're like, oh, right. Well, that was cool that they didn't actually do... What I, what they're supposed to, you know, something like that. But then when that happened, you know, when you, it kind of, it's kind of like this the bottom falls out, and then all of a sudden, when I don't feel a threat anymore, I don't feel that impending doom and, and just like hopelessness anymore, then, um, kind of, and that's what I wish I'm you could for me. <laughs> I wish you could talk about it. I
0: wish I could talk about the final third, but I won't because yeah, we don't it was, like to. Yeah, it was
1: it. a decision we made.
0: Um, maybe in a year's time when you should have seen it anyway we'll come back <laughs> maybe and, next week <laughs> it. But um, we'll say it yeah up to the point where it was obvious what was going to happen and it wasn't like a reveal moment or anything it no it's what like, I said, it just poops it out There's like, a moment like, and, like, and like oh, oh okay I know. now I know what's going on unlike Enemy of the State which was kind of gripping all the way through um, so once that moment happened it was just going through the numbers for me the last part.
1: hmm
0: Which kind of... It didn't ruin it for me. Because I up to that part, I enjoyed it. And that was a good you hour why, and 20 minutes. You know why
1: I didn't ruin it for you? And I'll tell you why. Because I think you and I... I know... And I'm really hard about this. But I actually did like these characters. I didn't dislike either one of them. I liked, I liked both the people. Like her... The Shia and the Michelle woman. They played the parts. Uh-huh. I did. I liked the way they made the characters. I thought they both did an excellent job. Which we'll get to in a minute. But I mean... That kept me interested.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, did I actually, do like Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I think I was you can hold a movie for sure. Like. I was
1: interested in them. Like, oh, I just don't want anything horrible to happen. I'm just saying, I was interested in watching them. I liked seeing how they were handling all their scene, all that stuff. So I like that. But I it's think not, that's why you didn't like.
0: It's not like any... It's not like we got really any. Uh, w- the performances do not getting weight to them. It's no. not like a, it's not emotional or anything. Like, There's
1: one scene when they first meet and he gets in the car. Because he's told to get in the car and she's told to get in the car, and then she's like smacking at him and hitting at him because she's her son's been threatened and he's been threatened.
0: Oh yeah, and- we we forgot to mention she's actually in the same predicament as he, yes. as he is. She got a call too, but her call was saying if you don't do what we say, your son will get hurt. Right, right. So she's right. got a, she actually has got a reason to be doing it, whereas. His Shia is, hasn't so much His is
1: explained more like yeah. You're just the type of person That needs extreme motivation And yeah. this is like the trick To get him to do stuff But that scene When she's like Slapping at him and stuff in the car It put me back to a moment In Chasing Amy And I don't know why When they're in the car And she gets mad at him And she like pushes him And mm-hmm. that was good They did a good job in that scene
0: Yeah but Like I say It's a it's a good movie And uh, it's like an hour and twenty minutes up to the point where, for me and you, well, we both it figured it out at that point. Yeah, I think anybody would figure um, it out. I after.
1: think I was a little ahead of you on that curve. D-
0: well, the first time I saw was when <laughs> was when I went. Oh, okay.
1: So I think that's soon. the point.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think um, it was it was about an hour and twenty minutes into it, wasn't
1: it? It was way earlier. I thought
0: it was the first like the last third was when we. No, mm-hmm. it was a bit earlier. Yeah, it? but anyway, up to that point. It's it's really gripping. I think
1: it's got fantastic. I think fantastic special effects in yeah. Real... Most,
0: mostly practical stuff. Yes, Not cars CG. blowing
1: up and crashes and stuff. When those things are real and the sound is really good, you're just like. I mean, I'm you're really into it. I thought that I really loved the car chase, crashes and stuff. That was that also kind of pumped it up for me. You know, nothing was lame visually. No, that I can think of. No, like nothing. So you're still in that. Not (laughs) even.
0: That's my code for the. uh,
1: We need to make this a video podcast (laughs) so that people (laughs) people for the spoiler group. So they, if this people like spoilers, they could they could watch. We could put subtitles (laughs) and stuff, subtext of what we're really talking about, and we could be holding up signs. This is what we're talking about. But
0: this is one of those movies where if we mention that, that would totally ruin it for you. Because, I mean.
1: The movie, here's the thing. The I movie was,
0: spoilers itself, basically.
1: Yes, totally. And I was totally into it up to them. It's not a great movie. This is the movie where I put my shoes on and put my jacket on because I thought it was a big action flick. Like, going out to the movies on a Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, whatever it was. Saturday. It afternoon. is a big action flick. Yeah, but... But with a bit of a... Yeah. And so I was willing to turn off part of my brain for that. Whatever's gonna happen's gonna happen. I can handle it. And then it was had so much good stuff about it. Not great, Huh. We're not talking fantastic, but for what it is, you know, an action
0: semi drama there's not
1: a lot of quibby one-liners and stuff, which is really good. There's not a lot of um, stupid
0: humor injected anywhere, which is also good. No, no, good. it's It's quite serious. Yeah. Uh, it's slightly run-of-the-mill, though, don't you think? Yeah, run Like, the like of I've seen, you know. But the, it's a good movie to yes. put in and watch on a Saturday night or whatever. The it good, is good really things a-
1: are the people. Yeah. All the people in it are good. The special effects and stuff are really good. And the story just lets it down, but it's a weird situation where the elements of the movie make it better than the story could have been. So,
0: but you know, <laughs> if you like the espionage, see, it's, it's not, not espionage. espionage. It's but it is um like government underhand government, and you know uh,
1: politics of terrorism, the politics and, of you know it.
0: Ra- it raises those interesting issues of like. We are being watched all the time, and you do leave a huge fingerprint on the internet if you use the internet. Like, you do all kinds of stuff, and everything's right out there. Yeah. If anybody, if people did want to find stuff, they would, wouldn't they? You know, about your everyday life.
1: Yeah, and that's another thing about the movie. It does make use of real, believable technology. The cell phone things, the computer the screens all look real, the idea of... Surveillance cameras everywhere, and they all looked real, and it didn't look overwhelming or futuristic or anything. It looked like some of it did. Um, just in the main demo
0: <laughs> But there again, but there That's again, a touch screen. It's a touch screen. Yeah, That's it's like that Microsoft touch that table that the yeah that Microsoft had developed. But like, really, like uh, Minority Report almost. Minority Report. Yeah. Um, but if you know, the level of technology that we as consumers have now is quite high. So why wouldn't a government? Agency have something super duper that we don't know of. Like, yeah, exactly. So, so that still isn't.
1: Yeah, but it didn't look outrageously.
0: No, it was a bit sci-fi-ish. Mm-hmm. I bought.
1: I bought it. Yeah. I bought it.
0: But yeah, they, you know, and it, had, <laughs> it had, didn't have Windows on it, did it? Let's say that.
1: Not that. <laughs> you know. I think there were computers. I actually did.
0: admire movies that have like when you look at a computer screen, it's Windows Vista or Mac OS. You know, like the, a real, not just some made up Like on thing. Die Hard 4 when they're hacking. It's like some, like, some crazy 3D. Like around Oh, yeah. Around yeah. And stuff.
1: Or yeah. It, some of them just look like mainframe, you know, like black with green letters on them. That's also, like. Yeah, come so
0: on. I, I yeah, it's not war games. I mean, that's it back
1: job. in the 80s. Yeah, well, that's how, well, we have that at my job.
0: Yeah, that's probably from the 80s. <laughs> 80s? <laughs>
1: 1957. But
0: what I'm saying is, I really admire, um,. When it's a real operating system on the screen. And it's happened a lot recently in movies. Like, we was watching a movie like Baby Mama or something. Yeah. And they're actually on a real Vista machine using Google. It's like, okay, I get. Yeah, I mean, if you get
1: a budget for your movie, just give Microsoft what they want. Just go to
0: Dell and get
1: Well, yeah, but they can't show it without paying for it. Right, yeah, yeah. Plus, it's the same with Apple, I'm sure. So if you want apples everywhere, I don't even care. Don't shove it in my face, but at least... Let let me realize that if it's a real world, if it's futuristic, I don't care. There are plenty of movies that shove
0: Apple PCs in your face, aren't they? I've noticed that because because like
1: I don't mean the back. I mean if you're showing me the screen and people are doing real things, that's fine. Because if I was looking over your shoulder, that's what I'd see. But the
0: trouble is, like, um, if you're gonna have Mac products in your uh, movie, there's about eight Mac products. If you can have PCs in your movie, there's infinite number of different PC things. So when there's Mac products in a movie, it's so obvious to me because I like everybody knows what the MacBook looks like and everybody knows what the iPhone. This one is. had iPhones. This one didn't have iPhones. It had uh, Blackberries, actually. This you know one. what those were? Yeah, and Nokia's. Yeah, int- interestingly enough, yeah, there were Blackberries <laughs> and Nokia's. Are all these
1: people paying us to say all these names? Yeah. <laughs> no, but,
0: no, this didn't have Apple stuff in it and computers were dells as well like a um, you know pc compu- so yeah but i have seen lots of it's interesting the um how they market stuff in yeah. movies there's there's a lot of uh,
1: in this one i wouldn't have
0: thought there was a lot of sprint marketing in this one i noticed was there every time somebody the vehicles
1: probably were too and i didn't know oh, what they <laughs> there was <were>. also
0: the <laughs> When you go to the corner of the street, you will be able to get inside a Porsche Cayenne. That's right. Yeah, you know, so she said like,
1: three times.
0: Yeah, and then there's also uh, every time somebody had a cell phone to their ear, it said sprint on the actual hand part, on this part here. Right. That's obviously product placement. So product placement gets in everywhere nowadays. It?
1: I guess it's better than the old fashioned way where everything's just generic. Though. I think
0: there was even a McDonald's product there placement. There
1: was. She was at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. She says, look across (laughs) the street at the McDonald's (laughs) in the window. Yeah.
0: So, you know, (laughs) I'm getting the Porsche Cayenne. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really... You know, and some of these movies probably get funded by these companies, half of it. So, if they can make the movie and just say, you know, it it doesn't... This is
1: DreamWorks, right? And uh, we pay for the DVD, right? And we pay to get it in the theatre, right? End of of, of, uh,
0: questioning. Yeah, but... Shia LaBeouf needs a million dollars. Or ten million dollars. Yeah, I was going to (laughs)
1: say, Hopefully, in his world. I'm not saying hopefully (laughs) for us, but I mean, hopefully in his world, he's outranked a million by now.
0: So, um... Overall? Overall, for me, it's a definite rental. um, But it's... I wouldn't miss it. I actually think it's a good one to watch, just as a... It's like throwaway a bit. Mm -hmm. Throwaway, but a lot of fun for...
1: If you're flipping through hours. the channels and you turn it on and it's halfway through, you'd probably sit through the rest of it. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah. oh, I have seen this. Oh, I want to see that car explode again or that big um, semi-truck go flying through the air.
0: Pretty nice Blu-ray disc. Pretty dim. See, this this is the thing. Um, this movie, like The Godfather, has very little lighting, right? So
1: um, I disagree with you. You said that earlier. It's got loads of light scenes.
0: No, I know, light. I know it has. But what I'm saying is the first, I'd say, 25 minutes... It's quite a dark movie, so there's nothing really to show off for Blu-ray. Like, it's not like Transformers. They where were everything. outside
1: loads of times. So they were da- walking down that thing where the electric wires were. They were outside and driving. Yeah, that was about
0: halfway through the movie, the electric wires.
1: I know, but I'm saying... I'm it talking about the first the 25
0: movie. minutes. Like, uh, which is a third of the movie. I mean,
1: like when he was in the subway and stuff, on the street. The,
0: the first 25 minutes, he lived in a dingy, dark apartment. He, oh, I
1: thought you meant like black. He, he was, was playing cards with.
0: He was playing cards with his friends in the dingy, dark place. He was. He just, it just—it was just a lot of dinginess. Well, anyway, that's. But what I like I was that. Getting. Um. I, well, I was just saying, if you, it, not, a, if you're a Blu-ray enthusiast, we watch the Blu-ray version. It's not the best one to to put on. It's not as good as Narnia was last. So Except for sound. Sound, for sound is really, really good because there's a lot of um. There's a lot of action. Believe it. There's a lot of action. I mean it's not a slow there's no slow down times really it's pretty much actually, maybe
1: that's why it seems a bit shallow because that is mostly what they it is I feel
0: like a, it, it's not like a Michael Bay film where it's like wham bam 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 it's not like that but it is it's it's, it's like a Tony <laughs> Scott film I guess like it hasn't um, enough you know a little moving. bit but um
1: and it reminded me of what I'm going to recommend here in a minute too
0: but I um you know I recommend it but it's not one that I would personally buy. It's a, definitely a rent or a... But not a mi- I wouldn't miss it. That's yes. what I'm saying. Because uh, I do like the people who are in it. I do like the overall. But there's just, you know... It won't
1: occur to you, go, mm, I think I'll watch that again today. You. No, that
0: would yeah. never occur to me, so... Rewatchability as well. There is not really any of that, is there? Unless you're having a Shia LaBeouf night you watch all, <laughs> his, all of his works. <laughs> So yeah, that's that. So let's move on to the cast of this movie. Talking of Shia LaBeouf. He's um, Jerry Damon Shaw slash Ethan W. Shaw. The two brothers.
1: We didn't ever mention that he actually has a twin brother. A
0: twin brother. (laughs) Who's actually himself. Yeah. But not in the movie.
1: The one dodgy, the dodgiest thing, special effects, I saw in the whole movie, was a photograph.
0: Yeah, was she was really looking bad. at a
1: framed photograph this woman picks up and is looking and it's of the twin brothers. It looked like shit.
0: It's like one of the Oh my god, um, it looked
1: like someone who did not know how to use Photoshop. It it's was It's like a when, you know
0: when we watch uh, we watch the soap opera Eastenders. <laughs> yeah. Um and obviously Eastenders is a soap opera that's been running for 25 years or whatever. And sometimes a new character is introduced who it belongs to a family that was in it 20 years ago. And they pull out a family portrait and they're kind of pasted on. Like, yeah, like,
1: like that, yeah. We've
0: got a strange. It's like somebody cut their head out of a scrapbook and stuck them on another body.
1: Yeah, and it's BBC pretty, too. They should know better.
0: Uh, the Eagle Eye was worse than the east <laughs> That Enders picture
1: was. was absolutely. I was like, no, 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 could no. Surely no, you no, can no,
0: make no, a better no. picture than that.
1: Yes, it looked. Didn't you think? Did you notice that? Yeah, I did notice that. Oh I, I
0: thought, huh. Hmm.
1: I could have done that for them. I would have done it for free just to make it better
0: maybe they need to direct us cut it with a new inlay of you yours
1: not of me but yeah Yeah, just
0: your head <laughs> stuck on it. <laughs> <laughs> I could do
1: that and it would be believable <laughs> I did morphs you know of people from my class in high school where I would take two of us two different people from our class and like morphed our faces together and it would, I laughed so hard and they look really good
0: so you could do it I could so uh, the sec- second up is the female lead Michelle Monaghan and she plays Rachel Holloman
1: I liked her a lot I always liked
0: her I always liked her too <clears throat> What else was she in?
1: I know you are going to ask me and I don't know and it's a big one It's a big one Is
0: it like Conair or something like
1: that? No She's too young for that one I think Is she? You'll be surprised I'll I think, look her up
0: see. I'll look her up She's from Iowa She was yes. born in 1976
1: That's what I'm saying She's too young for Con
0: Alright she was in uh, The Heartbreak Kid with Ben Stiller She was his wife
1: Right That wasn't it
0: but that's that's what I remember from Gone Baby Gone as the the guy's wife. That's girlfriend.
1: the one. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Gone, Mr. Baby and God.
0: Mrs. Smith as uh, when Angelina's she says, friend. "I don't want
1: to find a kid in a dumpster." That's what I remember her saying.
0: Oh, in fact, there's more. There's more. Mr. and Mrs. Smith as Angelina's friend. Yes, totally remember that. Uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. She was yes. In that, that. Constantine. Don't she was uncredited in Constantine, so I'm guessing she wasn't. in it. And
1: Shia LaBeouf was also in Constantine. The
0: Bond Supremacy is Kim. Yes. Yes, exactly yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, totally, yeah. So, yeah, that's who she is, and I, I've always liked her every Brilliant. time. I've yeah, seen I like her a lot. She's good, yeah, but she's not that old, is she? 1976, you know? that's not. Uh, then we've got uh, Rosario Dawson as Zoe Perez. Now, I've never really been into Rosario Dawson. Um, I didn't particularly like like As when... your
1: wife? I, f- I find that very comforting.
0: No. This <laughs> you can take this that out you not, want. I've not said the full story. I've never been particularly been into her as an actress. Um, Clerks 2, I didn't get her at all. I thought she was alright, but I would have rather have somebody else for some reason, I don't know. But recently, I've been watching this web thing, um, it's like webisodes every week, and it's this, I can't remember its name, I'll have to point it out in the show notes, but it's a, she's in this, like, sci-fi thriller on the web, it's five minute episodes every week, there's like, about 70 of them so far. Um... And I'm really liking her in it. She's the star of this. It's like a it's a CG extravaganza basically. It's her and all CG backgrounds. Um, and she was in something else. I watched. Well, she's actually in a movie we're probably going to be seeing this week, which is Will Smith's new movie mm. Seven Pounds. She's in there too. But I'm actually getting to like her more. And you
1: liked more. her in Sin City.
0: Sin City. I loved her in Sin mm-hmm. City. But she was perfect for that part. You know, mm-hmm. she's got a nice rack. <laughs>
1: I take back what I said before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you knew you knew mm-hmm. that was coming, so my nice comment...
0: But anyway, what I'm saying is, I believe she's growing on me.
1: So in this one, what do you think?
0: There wasn't much for her to do, but I enjoyed the parts when she was in it. Yeah. Because it, it was her and, and I'm Billy Bob. I'm not a fan
1: at all. I think she's beautiful, but I think she's quite boring, and...
0: Every time I look at her now, I think of, like, Kevin... But she
1: held her own against Billy Bob Thornton, and I thought she did... Was, I'm pretty neutral but when I knew she was in it I was like "Oh god but then I, I that went away pretty fast because she, she's like a what is she a naval marine yeah. air force
0: <laughs> navy she's the navy officer okay. was it navy yeah totally navy. okay um but air force that. she was alright but yeah she's uh no it was navy she's every time I think of see her now it's, Kevin Smith told a story where um on Clerks 2 J, you know she was like a movie star and they generally have like lower class people not not big movie star. anyway this story was that she comes onto the set and Jason Mewes who plays um, Jay every, he's, he <laughs> said he just kept staring at her and Kevin's like stop staring at her Like, and he's, he's like <laughs> and he was she, saying
1: inappropriate things
0: but he said like she's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen i got to keep looking at her like it was so every time I see her now I, I, I keep thinking of that way he right. was staring at her uh, yeah. Boobies. I know. But, um yeah, so that's a... Uh, I
1: have that problem I'm, a lot, too.
0: She's going on me, and Seven Pounds is a, kind of a serious movie. I'd be interested to see, because I've not really seen her do something oh, like Oh, she was
1: all right it. in 25th Hour as well. We think back at 25th Hour. I don't hour. even
0: remember She already. was the girlfriend. Yeah, but I don't remember 25th Hour very well.
1: With Ed? Sp-
0: Spike what? Lee joint, yeah. I don't remember it so well.
1: Really? With the dog in the beginning? I know what it and... was.
0: It was the one, the 9-11 kind of vibe to it and stuff, and... Um, it was just it, some of it was at Ground Zero, right? Like it was well, it was an
1: apartment that they could see overlooking Ground
0: Zero. Ground Zero. Yeah, but it wasn't
1: about nine eleven.
0: No, I know it wasn't, but it had a it had a.
1: So you do remember?
0: I remember it, but I don't remember her. I mean, I don't. I remember seeing that movie, but I couldn't tell you all the scenes in order or anything.
1: I know. I'm just saying, you surely remember. She was the girlfriend. No, I thought totally she was don't, pretty young.
0: Don't remember a girlfriend or anything. I just remember Ed Norton, and doing like a monologue into a mirror. I remember that part very well.
1: Right, that's uh, right.
0: Um, so then we've got Michael Chiklis as uh, Defense Secretary, <laughs> just Defense Secretary. Um, he's the thing from uh, Shield, and he's also in the Shield, yeah, and he's also the thing. Well, boring. Yeah, boring. Uh, no, a... offense,
1: Chiklet.
0: Chiklet. <laughs> Chiklet. no offense, Mr. Chicklet. Chiklis.
1: Chiklis. No offense, Chiklets, but you're kind of boring. today.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's just the same thing every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a little bit zippy
0: head. <laughs> he is totally a zippy head. If um, you don't know what a zippy head is, and it's not a oh, zipper head. It up.
1: No, zippy head. Not a Don't head. say that, that's awful. No, I
0: can say that. It's not a zipper head, I'm trying to clarify, uh, we I'm yeah. not saying that. Um, it's a zippy head. And like, look up the children's TV show, Rainbow, from the 1970s and 80s, and look for zippy on Google. C-I-P-P-Y. When, when, a, when a picture comes up, Michael Chiklis.
1: Zippy head.
0: Uh, And then there's one of my favourites Billy Bob Thornton As uh, Agent Thomas Morgan I think he is really good I um, totally dig him
1: I'm neutral once again He's just alright He's always the same Except for in a couple
0: movies Come on He's the same But he's great (laughs) Like he's To me he's totally watchable Astronaut Farmer Astronaut Farmer was excellent Very good P- brilliant performance from him even though you know it's not it's just a low key thing but it's like you watch it and you're just you know every scene's it okay that's good. a good one uh even nah, he wasn't in it much Armageddon yeah um I thought he I thought his actual scene in Armageddon was really his main scene he actually provides the one and only F word in the entire movie um Sling Blade obviously obviously amazing really amazing I think um Bandits? I really like yeah. Bandits. Um,
1: That's the only one other one that stands out in my mind as anything Bad special Santa. about it. Okay.
0: I really like Bad Santa. I just find him really watchable. He's a man's man. What He's... does
1: that mean exactly? Just explain that to me,
0: please. i have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man's man.
1: And you're a man's man. Is yeah. that what you're saying?
0: Exactly. I, I think me and Billy would get on just fine. <laughs>
1: You would, because he has a compulsion about cleanliness, <laughs> and he's afraid of antiques. He's a crazy person. And he likes Angelina Jolie. He doesn't anymore. Well, very, he did. Yeah, but he doesn't now. I'm sure
0: he looks at her and thinks, oh, what, did, what did I give up that? No,
1: all he has to think is, I did that. I tapped that shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's got my name embroidered on her arm, whatever, no, laser lays
0: enough. enough. Yeah, so so that's pretty much the there's other people in this movie but they're the most they're the most (laughs)
1: there are a couple other people uh, there's a lot of death in this movie but we don't see it cars getting smashed and cars getting picked up by cranes and thrown and shit it's only
0: a PG-13 by the way
1: that's why you don't see the death but you know
0: there's only one F word if there's a
1: minivan driving down the road and a semi truck rolls over it whoever whatever little family was in that car just got smashed actually I
0: just thought of something interesting there's one F word delivered by Billy Bob there you go he's the guy he he skirts the PG-13 I think
1: in Bad Santa he makes up for that
0: yeah well that one's very possibly Um, so this is actually directed by DJ Caruso who directed Disturbia um, which I really liked. There's another Shia LaBeouf. Did you like *Disturbia*? Because I really liked it.
1: Um, I did. I liked the movie. Uh, once again, I think the story kind of fell apart.
0: It kind of didn't towards the end. Yeah. But I really liked uh, Shia LaBeouf c- carried it. Like I, I agree. Thought it was interesting because he was in it. He also directed *Taking Lives*, the Angelina Jolie one, where she lies on the thing. Yeah. I didn't really like that No, one. either. And he also directed Two for the Money, which I actually kind of enjoyed. It was on HBO one night, and I watched it.
1: Which one was that?
0: It's about the sports bet, the sports. Oh, yeah, camp- yeah, yeah. um Al Pacino <clears throat> and Matthew McConaughey. Right, right. Mahoney. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew McConaughey.
1: McConaughey.
0: Yeah, those two guys. And I actually really enjoyed it. It was, um, I didn't expect to, because it seemed a bit, but I got into Cause it. Because you heard
1: right? the name Matthew McConaughey, and you're like, ugh. But he's not that bad. We have to He admit. wasn't in that,
0: actually. He, and he, spread, he, wasn't, he did some quite dramatic And things. he wasn't
1: bad in uh, Thunderbolt and Lightning. What was the name of that movie? Thunder... <laughs> Don't go full retard.
0: <laughs> oh, one. you mean Tropic Thunder?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, he was pretty good in Tropic
1: Thunderbolt and Lightning. Why would I even think of that? You're
0: thinking of Thunderbolt and Lightfoot, which was uh, <laughs> the dude. The dude was in that one. Jeff Bridges. So, um. The Big Lebowski. Moving on to the uh, Eagle Eye Blu ray disc, which we'll take a look at. Um, I just want to give this award for the most boring
1: disc. <laughs> yes. Most boring the disc, disc. itself is just gray. Is it gray or green? It's
0: just that gray. What, it's when, just gray. With no artwork it. actually
1: looks like you could probably buy that DVD burner and do that yourself yeah, on the back. Pretty much. And then the, ca- the cover itself is really boring.
0: It's that boring. The DVD actors. cover. People who make DVD covers. My Listen tip, to us, please. My tip to you, yeah, is Now, this is... 90% of movies has this image.
1: It's like a template.
0: It's like... Sheila Buff running. Michelle Monaghan... <laughs> running behind... <laughs> Can running. a
1: wife just admit when she's embarrassed about the inappropriateness?
0: Michelle Monaghan running behind him. He's got a gun in his hand. And it says eagle eye. Now, 90% of movies have that kind of cover. With people pasted on. Um, I say, and there are not many, but make an interesting cover, like like Fight Club. It has the, the soap. I was just thinking, how about like the
1: jewelry it. box with just that diamond necklace in it? Yeah,
0: something like that. Just uh, close
1: up, and then you go, hmm, even like and, cool, eye, and diamond necklace. Yeah, what what some, could that be?
0: And that, that's what you should do, I think. Because these kind of covers, while they might go down well in Blockbuster when people are browsing the shelf and go, oh, look, he's in it, she's in it. To me, they do nothing. They're just they're boring as hell, really boring. And then the other thing is I the reckon
1: they're they're like that for is because when you look through ads in newspapers, they put the DVDs kind of fanned out, and you see the cover, 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 cover. It's so the, that's like putting the, a little mini poster. And the
0: faces sell. Them. Yeah, exactly.
1: But for people like us who don't appreciate the, uh, sometimes it's appropriate. This time I guess it's appropriate because that's what it is, right? It is These what two it people is. Well, the there's
0: scenes from the movie down here too, but um, it's just. I could make that.
1: Make it more clever. Yeah, I have a more graphic guy at mind, I think, too. I want something a little more...
0: Uh, I've got quite a few downstairs that, where I was like, wow, that's got a really good... You know, they did something different. Fight Club was one of them. Um,
1: Juno's pretty cool.
0: Alien was a good one. Um, there's some good ones where it's like, oh, okay. They didn't just... Like Alien. They could have just stuck Ripley on the front with a gun, right? But no, it wasn't like that. It was the... Mm-hmm. You know, an embossed and all that stuff. And that's really cool to me. And... You know, Blu-ray and DVDs and stuff, it's about, you know, if people buying them, they're like, it's collectible and they want something. They don't want that, I don't think. Anyway, so, moving on to the special features, there's not that many. It's pretty bad. it's like, almost like they rushed this one out. That disc hasn't even got any cover work on it. and Yeah. So, maybe it just didn't turn over much I'm money. I'm thinking
1: that. I think my, my opinion, my interpretation of this DVD thing is, if a movie's not, doesn't make them a certain percentage in the theatre when it comes to producing the DVD which they're probably already doing before the movie comes out they say okay how much we make in the box office is going to term- determine how much we're going to spend on the DVD if it's not if, it's not, if they don't make like a billion dollars then they go do everything low budget on the yeah, DVD yeah so
0: like something like um, Indiana Jones they give it the two disc with all the nice art on it and everything or even Narnia last week really nice packaging you know, they obviously spent a lot of money on it. But then we've had others where we was like, wow, Speed Racer, for instance, it was pretty bare bones. Mm-hmm. And we was like, what the hell, Speed Racer? wasn't that a big movie. But when we looked, it actually mm-hmm. really wasn't, was it? It didn't do... Speed Racer was pretty cool, but it didn't do what they were expecting, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure when they went, the Wachowski brothers said, oh, we're doing uh, Speed Racer, and they gave them the money to go ahead with it, and it's going to be some revolutionary thing, which it actually was. I bet they thought that was going to be turn to gold, didn't they? They just didn't, did it?
1: something you never know what's gonna hit and what things are gonna so happen. let's
0: move on to the special features all these special features are in high definition on the blu-ray disc low definition on the dvd but anyway though there's uh, deleted scenes boring and mm-hmm. the, and probably the worst alternate ending i've ever seen for any movie <laughs> yes
1: it's
0: basically product placement for xbox 360 pretty much uh and rock band yes and it's absolutely stupid we, I won't say what happens, but it's because that would. But yeah. <laughs> Another one of your. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible.
1: Silent gestures. Too. It's
0: the worst alternate ending you've ever seen. And I was like, "Holy crap! Thank God they didn't put that." Thank
1: on. goodness. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, then there's asymmetrical warfare, the making of Eagle Eye. This is like a thirty-minute run of what, what do you call this? Uh, average.
1: Yeah, Talking thing Heads. That we see thing. every week.
0: Talking Heads, but that did have quite a lot of footage of the stunts being it did, done. It was a bit better than some of. Them.
1: It's a making of. I mean, it's got the people who come up with the idea, who the producers are, and same the as challenges every week, they met. So were a couple of other ones. And then,
0: then there's Eagle Eye on location, Washington D.C., which is essentially the same as the first one, but more dealing with like the real, the In chamber fact, of. There's Senate. a lot of
1: little moments that are repeated so these three extras each have repeated. you feel like you're having
0: deja vu. Yeah, don't he, you, when you the
1: director it. says they take a clip from this particular interview three times and so
0: and then the third part this so this is basically like even though it's three separate things they're basically the same but with new stuff and the third one is road trip on location with the cast and crew which is showing you all the different locations and yeah. sets they went to an interesting um time-lapse photography of one of the sets being built yes that was, one I of love the
1: time-lapse
0: yeah so uh, and then there's a little documentary thing called is my cell phone spying on me which it's just people bullshitting about paranoia and.
1: yeah well people pointing out explaining that this that, is not it's not science fiction what we're talking about that there are cameras we are on a network when you're on your cell phone People can tap into your cell phone. People can look at what you've yeah, been doing on Yeah, let's just say this, because
0: everybody everybody out there might not know this, but every cell phone in the US, every cell phone, including, you know, if you buy a pay-as-you-go phone or any phone, even a phone that you don't sign your name to or anything, they all contain a GPS chip. It's part of the cell phone spec. Now, you know, something like the iPhone will use the GPS chip chip in cool and novel ways like you'll be able to go on google maps and it'll show you where you are because it knows but some phones but if you
1: can find where you are so yeah, can somewhere I'm else. i'm saying
0: some phones <laughs> it just sits dumb in the background waiting for it to be accessed like you don't generally use it but but 911 if you phone it they can have a look to see where you are now that is interesting
1: or like when that guy last year that guy from gtv g4 tv or whatever yeah when he went from no he was from family. a cnet Right, left his family in a car James in Kim. the snow and went to try to find help, and they were able to track where his last phone call was because. So that's what it is. That's well, the thing. Well, take is.
0: that on another perspective as, okay, I use you know most of you who are listening use a cell phone every day. I'm sure, like it's prevalent. Even kids use cell phones. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we're not saying that people are tracking that, mm-hmm. but they could be. There's potential. I mean. And like, and when the guy said, and I'd not even thought of that before, go on Google Maps and type in your address. There's a photograph of your house from above.
1: We have it printed out.
0: No, Yeah, we do. <laughs> now, the satellite took that photo, and obviously the satellite can take that photo closer. And obviously that satellite can take the photo closer and whenever it wants, if it's told to. So how's that for surveillance? I mean, if they can look really close at your house from, from space... The space And I'd never thought of it that way. And when I did, oh, yeah, we can type in Google Maps and see our house.
1: You never thought of that? Well, I thought. I always always thought. I always think, well, yeah, you
0: can see your house from. And it's, you know, pulled out. But then I thought, it's a satellite. Of course it can see closer than that. You know?
1: why? Why does that go together? I'm just thinking, if it can pull in that close. Of course, it can pull in close. Yeah, always. that's I what,
0: I, that's that. what I, I, well, no, I mean. I'd never thought of that. Oh, yeah, of course, it's high tech. It's like super high tech. They cost billions of dollars. They're up there, you know. And the ones that are up there delivering satellite TV to our houses, they're probably nothing compared to government ones, right. which are there too. So, you know, because they use them up there for spying on, you know. Um, so, yeah, when you think of things like that, it is kind of scary. I guess if you're doing something wrong.
1: See that's our philosophy, kind of. Um, I don't worry about that, and then other people try to point out to you how you should be worried about it. And I think if you're not doing anything wrong,
0: yeah, it don't matter, does I'm it? I'm
1: not saying I want somebody to watch me or track me or keep track of everything I do. And I, I want to every go phone out. call. You. If I go out in my backyard and mow in my yard, and I reach up to pick my nose, I don't expect somebody to be like mm-hmm. filming that to use against me or whatever. But if that's I don't the think worst, it's a law to be if met. that's the worst thing I'm going to be doing. What are you going to use against me? Now, tracking things and stuff like
0: that. Now, how about things like... So, there's your cell phone sat there. How about... That has a microphone in it. It also has a GPS chip in it. It also has a... You know, it can also be... It's radio waves. So, it can be monitored. So, how about... that, That monitors you when you're on the phone? It could... Yeah. Also, it's sending a signal back and forwards to the tower even when it's closed. How mm-hmm. about it could be listening to you right now, when when we don't really want it to be? Yeah. You know, or when you're saying something really personal about your bank credit card details <laughs> or True. something. You know. True. So.
1: Are you trying to make me paranoid?
0: Well, I'm just saying it is a, when you think about it in detail and things that, and like the guy. So that's why this little documentary was interesting to me when the guy said. Technology is so blase now we just it's just in our lives we all use it you know look at us we, we use it as part of our lives.
1: What happens to you when our electricity goes off is a good question
0: what yeah I hate being you? unplugged from the yeah. from, from the internet or, or you know I talk to every I talk to people <laughs> I use it for email I use it for doing this podcast I use it for this so what I'm saying is it's interesting that when he said when these people say stuff it just kind of I think it doesn't that make me scared the
1: concept in reality is more interesting than they were able to portray that in the movie
0: I'll yeah. put it that way but yeah
1: back to the movie
0: and then there's <laughs> the shall we play a game documentary I can't remember what that one was no it's, it says it's on there and we watched everything on yeah the we list. did so it wasn't
1: on there no
0: and it's probably concerning...
1: Shall we play a game? That's from War Games.
0: Yes, I know. And then there was a... So I don't know what that one was. But then there was a gag reel, which was kind of funny, because there was a lot of Billy Bob stuff up Swearing and, and giggling. Yeah. It's actually, as far as gag reels yep, go, it's one, one, one of the better ones. ones. Yeah. Um, and then there's a photo gallery, which is in Blu-ray, where you can mm-hmm. flick through it. But <laughs> you've got Blu-ray, 1080p, huge resolution they put the images in about what one third of the sc- one quarter of the screen yeah. probably yeah In a- I don't know why why not put the full image up <laughs> it's crazy uh, and then a theatrical trailer which we actually watched as well in high definition and it's a trailer it's not really an actual. no
1: it does tell you pretty much everything about the movie though. so
0: that's the that's the Blu-ray disc and uh, it's-, it's out today go and get one if you want to go and get it or go and rent it um,
1: rent it you think I think rent if, yeah. you're, if you're interested to see it I don't think it's a bad thing to say uh, yeah it's, not, a, it's I mean, definitely not worth
0: I me mean personally as a blu-ray disc enthusiast I like I like blu-ray discs um, it's not one I would rush out to buy myself
1: not as a disc not as a blu-ray thing and not as a no none thing. of
0: those things and not as extra because it's pretty bare on extras too so um, you know if it was reasonable if it was ended up cheap I'd probably pick up a copy but not right now like, I'd probably rent it on Netflix or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to DreamWorks and uh, Paramount for sending us that one. And before we do the movie recommendations, I thought we'd uh, do the contest because it's tied in with Eagle Eye, and we're going to give away of the a copy of the two disc DVD version of Eagle Eye. So any most people will have a DVD player, so anybody can enter this. Right. One. Um, and this has been
1: removed from my responsibility. I am not giving the contest question this week. So. If anyone has listened in the past, that was always my so job. So you can
0: win a copy of Eagle Eye 2 Disc, <laughs> and the question is, the idea for this movie was uh, thought up ten years ago by a famous director, who also produced the movie. Who is that? So that's Good the question. question. And um, what do they have to do to a... Uh,
1: oh, do I get to do that part? Excellent. It's been so long, I think I forgot. Uh, they have to send an email to acegully at com with eagle eye in the subject line. And you, uh... Enter the question.
0: Yep, we should have said, uh, you have to cell phone, text us that. No, but...
1: No! no. <laughs> oh my god, no.
0: So, um... That's Eagle Eye and that's the Actually, co- all they
1: have to do is just stand there and think it, and somehow we'll figure it. We'll, we'll tap into We'll so, find them wherever they are.
0: So that's all our Eagle Eye business uh, concluded. We've, we're giving away a copy and we've reviewed it. Okay. And we'll also have the written review on Thursday. Uh, let's move on to movie recommendations. I've got two for this week, and they're not relating to this movie whatsoever, but they're movies. Let's say. Movies. Award season movies, let's call them. Because mm. they haven't been no nothing's been nominated for an Oscar yet, so we can't say but let's say award season movies. Number one is Gran Torino, which we saw last week. It's Clint Eastwood's new movie, he written, directed, and stars in it. I thought it was unbelievable. Did you ever
1: yeah. a- I agree. I think it's I don't know if it's unbelievable. Um, um, I found it to be one of those movies that I get completely lost in.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. It's about a it. really good character study, and um, it's uncomfortable. It's quite controversial, quite uncomfortable, quite. It's just but very, very
1: realistic. Yeah, I mean, it's so realistic. It kind of gets under, it gets at you a little bit. Like, oh God, yeah. That's there are how some pe- moments. People that, are assholes. So that's there are some moments
0: that. Are, Almost comical, but very, uh... (laughs) It's hard to describe. Racist, let's say.
1: You're going to combine those two things?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. This movie does some weird things. Like, there's some some scenes... It's
1: not kind of racist.
0: There's some scenes that are very racist, okay?
1: Because this old man... But very funny
0: at the same time, which is weird.
1: Is an old, leftover, (laughs) racist, grumpy... Asshole from a era Korean that's one. going and gone and probably not gone because they still they're still out there in the world, right? That's what it is. Him adjusting to a world where that is not appropriate, and yet the idea that this man is not a throwaway just because we don't find him his thoughts and ideas and you know he's he's repulsive in the things that he says and stuff, but it it's done in a way that's just like
0: that's what I'm saying. It's very very. Interesting. Subtle
1: and beautifully... Yeah, the people in well, We're not discussing that one, but I'm bro we'll, we, we'll,
0: we'll possibly review this movie in months to come, yeah. so let's not go yes. into it. But yeah, Gran Torino is my first... And it's available on a limited release in the theatres. Yeah. So if it doesn't come to your town, then it'll be on DVD, I'm sure, by the end of the awards season. Uh, and the other one is another one that's been touted for some awards. It actually Golden Globe-nominated... Uh, is Slumdog Millionaire, which is Danny Boyle, Train Spotting, lifeless ordinary, Ordinary, um, director. It's his latest one, also amazing. <laughs> I mean, really amazing. Like Yeah. Um, I'm a Danny Boyle fan, but this is like, I said to you, this guy is so versatile. This movie's like nothing else w- what I've ever seen. Like it's it's
1: stylistically, it matches him perfectly. He but- does. And it feel... But it's, you know...
0: So, like, Trainspotting has the um, the worst toilet in Scotland. This probably has the worst toilet in India.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm saying? Yes,
0: yes. Um, but, yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was beautifully shot. There was tons of scenes where I said to you... I was looking at the scene and thinking, I would have never have thought to put the camera there. And that's where it should be. You know, it's like he sees...
1: I guess that's not always a good thing because you shouldn't think that while you're watching a movie
0: there was just some scenes where I was not all the time but where I was like okay I've not seen the camera there before maybe I have in a Danny Boyle film because he Millions was another one of his
1: yeah Millions was um, really good too
0: but this one had a lot of times where I was like wow that that's... all of his movies
1: have a theme don't they because Spotting,' they were trying to get their money Millions. The kid finds the money. In this one, the young man is on. Who wants to be a millionaire? Twenty-eight days
0: later, zombies are killing everybody.
1: Twenty-eight <laughs> days. There's nothing to do with money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, I can highly recommend both of those. Slum
1: Slumdog Millionaire. If
0: those are the, these are the first two we've seen. We've got. We're going to be seeing more Seven pounds this week. More awards movies coming up. Um, and if this is the standard. Mm-hmm. And these are the first two we've seen. I'm looking forward to seeing some more. Um, your recommendations are?
1: My recommendations are... And this is like where Eagle Eye falls in the quality of action and adventure and this kind of like... There's a bigger power in government and whatever controlling certain people. The My recommendation is like about 10 notches or 50 notches higher, which is the Bourne Identity movies. The Bourne movies. Because uh, the Bourne Identity was brilliant... All of them. All three of them. I actually really... And another thing that reminds me of the Bourne movies are the special effects. The car crashes and the crazy car sequences particularly. And the fights and stuff like that. There weren't so much that eagle eye. But that brought me thinking, what movie do I love with those kind of like powerful action sequences? But in the Bourne identity, the story and all the elements are there for me. All of it. All of it. All of it. And my other one is, and I have no idea why. It just occurred to me that man on fire, you know, a man sort of on a mission of, um, I don't know, it had nothing to do with Eagle Eye whatsoever. But it just occurred to me, and it's fantastic.
0: I'm trying to think: Is there any link? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, there is. There's in a link. There is a link.
1: I mean, Tony Scott's fantastic director. No, nothing the link with is
0: that. Eagle Eye, similar to Enemy of the State in theme and concepts. Enemy of the Enemy State, of the State Tony by Tommy Scott. And so is this.
1: Unless that was really deep in my brain, I don't think that's
0: why. That's, that's, it just
1: occurred. It was just trying to think what... I don't know. Like, I don't know. I have no, I still can't describe it to you.
0: Okay, why? so... Um, that's so my recommendation. You can, you can see some of them and you... Slumdog Millionaires um actually number eight at the US box office. Nice. That's pretty cool. Because it's
1: different. It's, like, exciting. It's depressing. It's... <laughs> Uplifting and depressing at the same time because I mean, let's face it's, it,
0: it's hard. It, it'd be hard to explain that movie to somebody, and
1: I know most people I know wouldn't like it. To be honest, you think? Yeah, I know for a fact.
0: Oh I think people I know would. Mm. But anyway, uh, let's move on to next week's DVD. Well, next week's Blu-ray disc movie review will be Ghost Town on Blu-ray. Which is Ricky Gervais's, uh new mm-hmm. comedy, which will be, I'm a Ricky Gervais uh, fan, so, and we've been watching Ricky Gervais today, actually. Yep. We've been watching the UK Office again. Uh, we've seen it, obviously, before. Today was
1: the dance one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was very funny.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh my god, that's so funny. Which is
0: like, season two, episode five. Is that
1: five. your TV recommendation of the week? The season, Office Season two, episode
0: five is the uh, funny dancing one. From room. England. comic Relief.
1: Not the Steve Carell office, the office, but the British, the office.
0: They're both good, but the uh, English office tops it for me. It does. It's just a very different experience. The
1: Gareth and Tim is that relationship, I think, I like better than the...
0: Yeah, I think it's funnier.
1: Although I like the... I I I like them both, but...
0: They're very different. The office American, all I can say, is it's very American. The office but not American at the same life. time.
1: But not yeah. because
0: it doesn't. But have not to because track. it breaks the conventions yeah, totally. of uh, American sitcoms because it doesn't have the canned laughter and it's more. It's got Subtle. a style of itself, yeah. hasn't it? But it's got its own thing. It didn't. It does. See when. Remember when they said, "Oh, they're going to make a U.S. office," and we'd already seen the English mm-hmm. one, and I said, "Well, that would be crap." Yep. And then it came on, and, and we was like, "Oh, okay." So they didn't fully copy it. So that's cool because it's not just the same, exactly the same. And then as it went on, I felt that it kind of completely changed its thing, and now Took it's on its a own life thing. With a yeah, yeah, totally. So it's like it's nothing. Even though Ricky Gervais still does some writing for it and stuff, it doesn't really come across like that. And when you go back and watch the English office, you realise it doesn't. I want to also mention <clears throat> while we're on the TV tip, a couple of cool things we watched on Christmas Day: the new Doctor Who episode. Yep. What did you think?
1: Loved it. Well, I loved it. I didn't. Love it as much as I wanted to.
0: I thought it was very Christmassy. Pretty cool. <laughs> um, I was ho- hoping for one thing and it...
1: I think I wanted it to be a little more of a deeper story like some of them are. I mean, I'm, I realize it's well, Doctor Who. But... on
0: Christmas Day as well. They kind of like to do the big, big thing, don't they? You know? Yeah,
1: and see, that was my problem. Did. I didn't feel like there was that big of a threat and stuff. No, but... but it was fun. They did the big... It was fun and I was totally in it. I even closed the curtains because it was daytime and I'm like, it's got to be darker in here so we can watch Dr. And the
0: other thing was the Royal Family's Christmas
1: special.
0: No, we're not talking about the Royal Family.
1: Not the Queen, no. We're talking about
0: the Royal Family as in the British sitcom from a long time ago. But they came back and did a Christmas special, which was, I thought it was hilarious. Kind
1: of like a catch up.
0: It was really funny. It was really, I laughed really hard. Like, Like it was.
1: Unless you've never, if you've never seen it, you'll have no idea. You just have to see it. There's no way to I describe it. I think the genius
0: it. that it's just it's it's almost like it's like The Office because it's not it's not it's almost not played for laughs. It's just matter of fact stuff going on.
1: It's kind of like the old um, All in the Family, what we, which we had was Archie Bunker, who was the grumpy, inappropriate guy you know i don't know if you've ever seen the archie bunker and then you know edith is is the wife who just kind of accepts him the way he is and she'll be like oh archie you know and then but the royal family takes away that formulaicness and of course there's no laugh track and there's no it's just it's a quiet like you're actually watching this sort of weird You're just
0: in some in these people's because it basically takes place in their living room yep but this christmas one for the first time ever, left their living room and went to their
1: daughter's daughter's apartment. living
0: room, which was a big first for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just, you can't we can't describe
0: it. But anyway, it, normally it takes place in their living room, and it's almost like you just sitting in the corner of the living room listening to some people. Yeah, and it's generally boring talk, but it's funny. Like it's, it's <laughs> they're just talking about what's on TV and
1: yeah, there's nothing to compare it to.
0: No, it's really not, not really.
1: I mean, on the family only because the dynamic of. The husband and wife. He's grumpy and inappropriate, and she's. But he's really funny, and she's kind of just lets it go and lets it go. And she, you
0: know. But I, I thought it was really good. I it was. I, would I like laughed to, really I, hard. I, I'm, in fact, I would like to see more of it, so I probably have to <laughs> dig up the DVDs or whatever. Um, you know, because I don't think we saw all of it when it was on. It was on for about three years. Oh okay. yeah. Um, And then we also watched the Royal Variety Performance. You've never watched a Royal Variety Performance. There's a
1: lot of British stuff coming into this house.
0: Um, Yeah, the British Royal Variety Performance, which is a... That
1: was for the Prince
0: Charles. Which is a yearly concert that's put on for a member of the Royal Family. Sometimes it'll be the Queen, sometimes it'll be the Queen's mum, but not anymore. She died. Yeah.
1: I predict next year it'll be for the little boys. This year
0: it was for Camilla and Charles. Uh, Graham Norton had a nice dig at them. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, what did you think? You've never seen a Rob. It very. was fun. And it, it to explain what it is, it's like everything that's popular in Britain. It's a variety show. Into, yeah, like.
1: Performances.
0: From comedians to the latest pop singers to the latest West End shows.
1: Broadway-like shows. Um, like um, songs out of Broadway kind of plays
0: to the winner of Britain's Got Talent yeah. gets to do... You know, it was, it was, I thought it was and, really fun. oh, uh,
1: the best was for me, of course. Leona Lewis. Yeah, I mean,
0: unbelievable. Yeah, I Because if
1: you listen to this and you have heard of Leona Lewis, Leona, whatever, and you've heard of her, what okay, she won. She didn't just come to America and become a big star. She's won X Factor two years ago, which, which is... the is,
0: British-American idol.
1: Correct, Yeah. which American Idol came from England which was Pop Idol and now it's X Factor now it's called the X Factor so that's where she started you know she was nothing she won that show and And we watched all
0: we watched all that show so I kind of we kind of feel like because she was just like a real shy little girl and she was really nervous and now look at her now like she's absolutely she's been packaged and sold but her voice is amazing oh my god in that one particular in fact when we saw we've seen people like recently on the X Factor and stuff like that. We've seen people like Mariah Carey sing. And Leona pisses on them all. You reckon? I think so. I totally do. Like, I've, I think... That's pretty strong. I totally think she does. I, I mean, Mariah Carey sang. She was alright. And Beyoncé even. You know, I, I feel that she's right up there with them.
1: I think she's right up there with them. I don't think she pisses on them.
0: I think she pisses on them. <laughs> she opens legs and has a good and piss I've told on you
1: them. a million times not to exaggerate.
0: No, she does. She's she's really good. I think she's for me the best winner of any of them. I agree. For me. I mean, Kelly Clarkson was pretty good. I actually think Leona's better. So, uh that's all the TV stuff we've watched. <laughs> we've watched Oh, and um Big Brother Celebrity Big Brother Do starts. we
1: ever not just sit on our butts watching TV, do you think? Oh, People we watch, think we that? watch
0: a lot of things on screens. Um Celebrity Big Brother starts on the 2nd of January. <laughs>
1: as, he, as he goes into the next thing we'll be watching. We also watch The Jungle and the
0: and Celebrity coming Big,
1: of the Jungle. And Celebrity
0: Big Brother this year, Celebrity Big Brother UK, starts on the 2nd of January. And it's got some three crazy Americans. Three
1: crazy Americans.
0: Oh, uh, We'll talk about that more next week when we've watched some of it. And then we can uh, give our opinion on the crazy Americans. So, uh other movie we saw oh what oh okay what we got for christmas oh yeah um i got uh, some lovely gifts from you <laughs> i got some for the home theater downstairs we don't have any cushions on the chairs so i've wanted some cushions for a while uh but i want ones that are home theater i want them to have popcorn on them or something you know like not popcorn spilled on them actually printed <laughs> yeah so you made some i did I was afraid. Do you have a tutorial? You also on needed
1: a lamp because I gave our lamp to my niece and her boyfriend uh, for their apartment. Oh, yeah, I got
0: a, a, pulp, we had no a pulp fiction lamp.
1: Yeah, well, the the problem with. The, not the problem. The thing about these gifts was I wanted all the things you asked for. This is kind of a tight uh, money thing. I couldn't buy everything, like, order it all from fancy places. So I was like, okay, I know he doesn't like handmade things. You'd hate them, you think it's. Ugh, you're always like, oh, did you make that yourself? Kind of thing. You always are. It's like, if I want to make something homemade, even food, you're like, yeah, but you can't just make that. Well, yes, you can. So I'm like, I got to do something here or I can't give him all these different things. So I decided to buy the material and you'll, I'll tell you now that you the material for the home theater pillows was on the, there's like a rack of like pieces that have been chopped off of other pieces that are like scraps. Right. That's where I got that material. And I got the filler, and I sewed them myself. And they look... Yeah, I like them. Fantastic. And the lamp was a kit, like a lamp that has a cover that has sticky stuff all over it. And then I made the cover, the shade to go over it, that has the Pulp Fiction movie poster. And then it's got a black this frame. Does you did that? I didn't ask. No. So the light shines <laughs> through the Pulp Fiction poster. So then and when you turn it on, that's all you see, really. It's cool looking. Thank you.
0: I also got... The um, Blade Runner five disc Blu-ray, which we're going to be watching soon. Excellent. It's got like five versions of the movie. Which
1: I've only ever seen it once, so I, I'm looking forward I'm, to that.
0: Apparently, apparently Were you about,
1: surprised by that at all? Yeah. Did you, love, did, were you it. like, wow? She thought of getting me a movie that I, I didn't. I
0: told you, I actually had it <laughs> on, even on HD DVD, but I'd never actually got around to watching it. And when HD DVD went kaput, I sold all my discs off, so it went. I sold it because I never even opened the shrink wrap. So I was glad to get it because yeah, exactly. anyway, it's got um, five editions of the movie, but Ridley Scott says the one to watch is the final cut, which is the first disc, the director's, cut. the very, the very best one that's been restored and everything. The
1: director's. Cut.
0: It's called okay. the final cut. All right. But the um, there's there's one on there that's called the work print cut, which is like supposed to be really bad. Even he says it's bad. It's like um rough. Oh right. No sound effects. Uh, no CG done properly and stuff.
1: That could be interesting though to watch a bit of it.
0: Um. I also yeah I was going to say (laughs) that I also got the new Braun 7 series shaver Mm -hmm. uh, which I really love it's self
1: cleaning
0: I already had a self cleaning one I think it was like what did you say it was the 3 series Mm -hmm. or something Uh, but this one I've not had a shave today but it absolutely kills it like it's my face feels like super smooth and it doesn't
1: sound very romantic to people like you gave him a razor but I mean come on we're not like that well, I, I I think of it this way: every day when you pick up that razor to, to shave your little face, which you love to do, I don't you'll think of do, me. I don't love to shave. <laughs> I mean, you love to get it done. I you like a, to get
0: clean. my beard grows like within a day. It's like annoying as hell. <laughs> I have to shave twice a day. So I
1: wanted to get you the best one, so it could like get as red as much of that for as long as you could. I mean, it does it
0: works really well? Good. I I tend to like leave it for a couple of days because you get a better shave. You know? I need
1: to get a red magic marker and draw a little heart on it for you.
0: No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's too cool looking to have magic marker on it. Okay, Uh, and what did you get?
1: Just some stuff. Oh, no, not just some stuff. (laughs) I got, well, let's see, what was the first thing? I, I was handed my gifts one at a time in a very specific order, okay? The first thing was a thumb drive, a 16 gigabyte. Six gigabytes.
0: 16.
1: Yeah, I know have a 20 gigabyte little external hard drive that i've always been amazed at well Now i've got 16 gigabyte thumb drive with a little thing that pokes out and you plug it in fantastic i've already used it at work all week and i love it i mean that's
0: yeah excellent it.
1: fantastic the next thing i opened was a two gigabyte memory
0: card no it wasn't actually it was, it was. dvds actually
1: no it wasn't. Oh, wasn't it no no you gave me the memory you gave me the two little oh, ones okay. first okay okay, okay. <laughs> you gave me the two little ones first go on and continue the second one was the two gigabyte memory card, and I was, and when I my thought was, well, that's that's pretty nice. He knows I just bought three of these, but that's pretty nice. Thanks. I mean, I love it because I take loads of pictures, so it goes in my cam, in my camera, in my camera that I have. And then the next thing was two DVDs. One is the third season of Bob Newhart Show, the original Bob Newhart Show, and the other one is Bob Newhart in stand up comedy. Didn't even know he did that. So I was like. Oh, Excellent, and I love the Bubbly Heart show. And I haven't watched that season yet, so I have to watch all of them. But I'm kind of obsessive. If I start it, I'll just want to just lay on the couch and watch it all. So it has to be a very specific day, you know. Um... And then, what's, what was next? Uh, bigger package, open it up, excellent camera bag, look at all the holes in the parts, it's really <laughs> nice, it's really big, and I'm like, oh, that's excellent, and you go, well, you're not getting a camera to go with it, and I'm like, I'm thinking, that's fine, I think get a camera Well, my
0: tiny little camera's going to be <laughs> small and not big.
1: No, I was thinking my camera for them, my battery charger and all that stuff, although there was one more package, and I knew then what it was. It was a fantastic camera!
0: It was a uh, high definition camera. Yes,
1: high definition takes wonderful video. It's got an actual zoomy thing on it, and
0: <laughs> very technical.
1: <laughs> I don't know all the a zoom tests. lens. Yeah, not just that, like a real like like a doo- proper doo- camera. Yeah, and like it's a fantastic. I saw
0: of camera, I believe they called
1: it's like a ten megapixel megapixel. Why can do widescreen um, videos in high def
0: seven twenty high def,
1: and they look really good. We've already done a couple. I was thrilled, and I loved them. It was overwhelming because that I was like, "That's just, you know, that I take loads and loads of pictures, and I love it."
0: And you, I did mention sometime in the year that you always would. Yes, like, wanna, I
1: said like, in this next year, camera. the two big ticket items for this house will be a new carpet for the kitchen and a new camera for me. So now,
0: because you always say, uh, "I like my other little," because you have a little point and shoot camera, mm-hmm. I like that, but. If I move my hand a little bit, the picture gets really blurry. It went on
1: vacation and used one of my friend's cameras, which didn't have that, and now my new one does.
0: This one has image stabilization, so you don't have to.
1: And face finding thing, and I mean, loads. I'll talk more about it next week because I will have used it a lot more.
0: Yeah, so. So it was a fantastic. That was what we both got for Christmas. We also saw one more movie this week. We've had a bit of a movie week. We watched another Mm -hmm. one. And that was The Happening. I hated it. You actually hated it? I absolutely hated it. I thought it was. I absolutely. It was. <laughs> you
1: never no. ever say that.
0: I I, I actually liked my wall book. That was all I liked. I really did not like it. Disliked it.
1: And I liked it. I, I didn't love it. love it. I love the feeling I get when I'm watching an M Night Shyamalan movie. I, but yeah. I don't love. I felt it was a little bit preachy. Let's yes, be real.
0: Very preachy. Very preachy about the <clears throat> That's environment. That's not what bothered me about it. It was just.
1: Oh, I like the pace of it, I like the way it was all put together, I like the I liked the
0: creepy vibe I got occasionally,
1: not from the story of it itself, but I mean, I, I, I like the way he makes movies, so.
0: I, um, I, I still, my very favourite is Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a better one. I don't think The Six Sense is better. I
1: love that one. Love it.
0: Yeah. Um... And that's all the movies we saw. I didn't want to speak much about the happening because I really hated it. I can't recommend it in any shape or form. From and me. I
1: would if you like. I think if you like him Shyamalan. if you like it beyond the superficial shit that people like him for, then you might you would like.
0: See, it. See, I, I like his movies, so I was surprised that I didn't like it. Maybe I felt like, it, I felt like it was all forced, really,
1: a little forced and preachy. Very the, yeah. th- the overall theme. I also but felt the performances
0: were very. Um, but that's
1: how his style is. Yeah, but... You've said that, but that's how they no, all I like are.
0: No, perf- I like performances in his other movies, but these... John Leguiz- Leguizamo, Marky Mark even. I have to call him Marky Mark. And the lady... Who was the lady? It wasn't Michelle Monaghan. Mm-mm. No, it was... Oh, it was Zooey, Zooey Deschanel or whatever she's called. I found them all horrible, I like, They weren't horrible. That isn't oh, I, fair. I... I, I I yeah, I, I was having a, weird, a hard time watching them. You were in a weird mood. No, maybe. when they were speaking, I was like This is like a real bad movie. <laughs> it
1: isn't bad though. I think that's so unfair. It doesn't make it bad because you didn't like I, it. I
0: mean that's my opinion.
1: That is your opinion. That's it, exactly it what it is. Movie. It doesn't make it bad. No. It well was, it doesn't
0: make it bad, but in my opinion.
1: If you it. was to ask
0: me what mm-hmm. what I think of the happening, I think it's a bad movie. I didn't enjoy it. In fact I enjoyed the first Ten minutes. <laughs> and then it just started.
1: And there. I see because I totally disagree with you. I don't think it's bad in any way. Sure. When they got uh-huh. on the train. They get to a little bit. To go it gets a little bit too obvious. And then a little bit too like. Okay come on. Don't be just over the head with your own personal opinion of something. So I, I also
0: didn't care about them. It was really was, hard for me I to like care about. I like the
1: hopelessness of things like that. It's almost like a zombie movie. And I was kind of hoping
0: that the end would be I was openly more well, grim
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> but I'm just that would like have that been good for me. I
1: like that I wish an Eagle Eye everybody died in the end but anyway you know?
0: <laughs> let's forget about the happening let's forget it ever happened okay so uh,
1: well I disagree with you so
0: now Sid talk, he says what's for dinner but it's more like what's for bed <laughs> <laughs> we're <going> to bed <laughs> let's just what's say what's for
1: bed at 12.30 in the say afternoon say it's
0: 12.30 on Sunday afternoon <laughs> and we got up at 11
1: o'clock last
0: night 11 o'clock on Saturday night so we've we're only at
1: 13 we're hours. We're actually at
0: almost a day. A, well, we are we wouldn't have posted this now, would we normally? No. So, you get this early and we, we're very tired by now.
1: What um, we did have for dinner was I made a vegetable pizza.
0: We might have some ice cream. And I made, made
1: you, you a steak.
0: Yes. I actually feel like it's time for dinner. Though.
1: I know, it's weird. Because I'm going to be editing. Like I've
0: got to be going. I'm going to be editing the podcast and thinking, oh, I can't wait for me dinner. I have a piece of toast. I'm just, yeah, toast
1: would be good.
0: Um, so, you say vegetable pizza and steak. We've already mentioned that. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I think you are tired. So that's the end. That's the end of the show. Um, I just want to say thanks for listening, and we will actually see you in 2009. Now, um, are,
1: are you sure this time?
0: Yeah, I'm positive now because it's going to be next week, and it's going to be Ghost World, um, Ghost Town.
1: Yeah, not Ghost World.
0: Ghost World. We could do that one as well, but um. <laughs> So I want to remind you about the website, sidtalk.com and ascully.com. The right And the I way. also want to say you can Twitter us up, if that's the right terminology. Follow us on Twitter. Or Twitter us up. I kind of like that. Twitter <laughs> us up on... Uh, Twitter me up, Twitter.com slash ascully or Twitter.com slash sidtalk. Um, and you can follow us and we'll say stuff. And
1: sidtalk is C-I-D-T-A-L-K, in case you... And
0: ascully know. is A-S-C-U-L-L-Y. Um, You can also subscribe to this podcast on the iTunes Music Store, the Zoom Marketplace. We have an RSS feed on the page, aschoolie.com. You can listen to all 50 podcasts there. 50, man. Or subscribe, get all 50 if you've never heard them. And this was your first one and you'll be listening to them for the rest of the year. There's no
1: storyline that's threaded through them, so it doesn't matter what order you listen to them. It's not like we have a serial. There might be some
0: in-jokes occasionally where we said something before. But, you know.
1: I don't think we're that clever.
0: Um, oh, yeah. I am, anyway. So, uh, <laughs> we, you can also email me at aschoolie, Uh You can't email Sid so Talk. She doesn't want to be emailed. She hates you. I aren't.
1: didn't say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are. Yeah, that's irritating. I did not say that. I said,
0: yeah, you'll go in Before my we touch folder. Before we went on air, you said, I hate everybody. I don't want I email. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're such a liar. I said it goes in my junk folder and I don't see
0: it. You said when anybody emails me, I just put it in my junk folder. I did
1: not. Oh man, you're gonna pay for that because that is so not true. Now, somebody's not surely somebody was listening in on that conversation on my <laughs> cell phone and they know that is not true. I said it goes in my junk folder and then I will not see it anyway. So,
0: anyway, I'll, I am a nice person. I will reply and respond to your emails at ascully at I just wanna say stay classy in 2009 and we'll be back next week. Um,
1: and I'm gonna say thank for yourself and watch your ass, Ascully, because you're in trouble now.
0: Oh no.